the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. <laughs> did you miss me? Because I sure did miss y'all these past couple of nights. I'm so glad to be back with you, even if I am not back in the studio with my peeps. I'm super glad to be live, at least, with all y'all out there. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in Monday night, and thank you to Justin Hart for filling in for me Monday. Thank you to my dear friend Gary Quackenbush. Well, they're both dear friends of mine, but um, especially Gary. I, I just got to say it. I, I just got to... Uh, uh, my good, good, good friend Gary Quackenbush filled in for me last night. He's such a dear man, and of course, you guys are my dear ones that I love so much who listen every night of the week uh, and... Uh, Hopefully every night of the week. But hey, if you miss any night listening live, you can always download the podcast, whether you miss a whole show or part of the show or you just or it's so good you want to hear it, hear it a second time. Download our podcast wherever you get it. Here's the call in number for you guys tonight because I've got some questions I want to hear from you. Um, I wasn't I, I, I don't know if y'all still talking about Nashville. I am. I know the story broke yesterday, but I definitely want to talk about it tonight. It's it's been absolutely killing me since the story broke. And I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170 is the live call-in number. You can email me at Andrea K. Show. Very soon, I hope, we're going to be back on Facebook Live. I'll keep you posted. They keep moving and shifting the restriction date on me. I'll keep you posted on when we're going to be able to do that. Before I go any further, the grease to the Andrea K. Show that keeps the wheels turning and did, uh, I, th- I think he's done the Andrea K. Show more times than Andrea K. It's DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous Potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. Yep, just load me up like a baked potato, always willing to get the job done. That's right. These these potatoes are locked and loaded, babies. Um, of course, it didn't take long, did it, before we had more babies laying... Um, family be... Oh, gosh, this is a hard story for me to talk about. Y'all know I'm still tortured over Uvalde. Absolutely tortured over to Uvalde. And you want to know why? Because there's absolutely no excuse. The heroes of these police... Did you see the footage, my man skins, of these cops going in? The I Metro PD... Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you're too busy doing too many shows. But let me tell you, I was riveted. I have never, um, I guess there's, I'm not a gamer. Um, I guess there's games where you can, you know, it seems like you're a cop and you're doing what cops are doing. But a, a to see the body cam footage as they are going in 
to an active shooter scene, Skins, when you have some time, I, I, I encourage you and everybody out there listening to watch the body cam footage. My heart was pounding. I, I, what they go through, these heroes, they were running towards the bullet skins and they were not just going towards the bullets. The one of the officers, there's two main, uh, main officers that are getting credit for being the heroes, but quite frankly, all of them who went in and ran towards the sound of gunfire, absolute heroes. And they didn't just go towards gunfire. One of them was going, go, 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 go. I mean, the, I can't imagine that level of courage. That, that that is is going in that moment where you know that you are putting your life on the line right in that moment to save children. Well, but that's, that's what should have happened at Uvalde. Exactly, exactly. We these children did not need to die. The children in Uvalde didn't need to die. The children in Parkland didn't need to die. At least in at, in this instance in Nashville, the body count was lower than it would have been. Had the cops who, who responded to the scene acted like Uvalde. And instead of, even after everything that we know went, went down with Uvalde, we have schools and children left like sitting, sitting ducks. There was a manifesto by this creep, this piece of human excrement who went in and slaughtered children. There was a manifesto by this creep. And I call upon the San San Diego, the um, Nashville Metro Police Department to release that manifesto. I think it should be released. And the reason why I think it should be released is because this person specific, if you can call this person a human, I I like how I think it was D.C. Drano who said uh, this person's pronouns were was and were. I think I I think we need to we need to see the manifesto. We need to see some truth here because they indicated that, yes, this person's sexual identity or gender identity nonsense and insanity that was going on played a part here. Don't you think we need to know that, Skins? 100%. There could be an argument to be made that, uh, you know, I, I've, I've said for years that I won't say the name of anybody involved in these shootings. No, it gives them notoriety. They don't need it. It gives them, it gives them notoriety, but I think the manifesto needs to be released. We've already got quote trans community saying, um, there was a headline Breitbart had that said, um, anti-trans hate has consequences. There's a trans day of vengeance to stop trans genocide being planned of vengeance in the name of stopping genocide. No, this is about vengeance. There's so much involved in this story here, and we need to be very clear as Americans that we are not going to continue to kowtow down to this community of insane people. Joe Biden reportedly said when he came down to speak on this Nashville shooting, reportedly said, I'm just here because I heard there was chocolate ice cream. These Democrats want dead children. There I said it. They want dead children. You want to know why? Because it gives them an opportunity to lie and say that gun control would have solved it. And shame on every Republican who joined in after Uvalde and signed on to gun control laws that would not have done anything to stop Uvalde. You know what would have stopped him from Uvalde? First of all, he was voted, the kid in Uvalde was voted most likely to commit mass mass murder, right? He was known uh, by authorities. What, but most importantly, this person, this piece of human excrement, 
supposedly did a threat assessment and specifically chose this school because it was an easy target. If the Democrats or anybody really wanted to protect children's skins, it's real simple, isn't it? You harden the schools. You make it so they can't get in. In this instance, this piece of human filth shot through a door, and that's how this person gained access. And yet there was nobody there on the other side able to resist this person. The cops showed up in minutes and did an absolutely brilliant, heroic job in taking this person's head off. The only thing the only thing that I'm sad about there, I'll just say it, is that this person didn't suffer before it was taken out. Because, you know, I, 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 I'm all for people suffering a little bit. Because let me tell you, these children suffered. And the ones that survived will suffer the rest of their lives from fear. will have PTSD. Hopefully there's going to get a whole lot of therapy and a whole lot of love. And they'll be able to go on with their lives. But, but this, this is absolutely devastating what was done. Now, Joe Biden was asked about it. He was asked whether or not this creep targeted Christians. And here's how he laughed in response. Skins, I didn't name that clip that I sent over to you. It was one of the final two that I sent today. Do you believe that Christians were targeted in I have no idea. Josh Holy believes they were. What are you saying to that? Well, I probably don't then. Probably don't. No, I'm joking. No, I have no idea. Hilarious. I have no idea if they were target if, if this person was targeting Christians. No, it was just a Christian school. Going to quickly go to the phones. Dr. Tony is on the line, one of our favorite callers and listeners. She's an educated educator, and she wants to weigh in on this topic. Hey, Dr. Tony. Hi, Andrea. Listen, I, I'm, I listened to you at the beginning of the show. I just happened to get in my car and turn on the radio and listen to you. And I have been feeling the same way. I've been following this story from the moment it happened because I watch YouTube and it kind of flashes through and I saw it happen. And as a, an educator who trained uh, students to become school counselors, this hit me really hard because I, like I said, I, I'm a teacher. I'm still doing instruction as, as an educator and to see what happened. I mean, I was just, I'm still pretty upset about it. And I, I taught today. Yeah. And so just to, you know, encourage my young School counselors who are in training right now doing their internship. It's, um, you know, I just encourage them, you know, because I, I know being, having been a school counselor and now I'm an educator that, uh, what goes on here and the things that, that the school counselors deal with on a day to day basis. So what happened here, and as I watched and observed this whole thing, like I said, I've been following it. I'm watching it on my iPhone. I'm watching it on YouTube. Watching what these officers did was just so upstanding what they did. I wish they would have done that at Uvalde. That should have never happened. And in my personal assessment from a counseling perspective, this person who did, who committed this horrible act of harming children, it, uh, and right away, one side goes to what's more gun control. It's not about gun control. From my perspective, yeah, maybe they, they need to be a little more screening on people who have had mental health issues, but... The problem is mental health. You know, here we had the lockdowns. That's affecting children already from the get-go. 
you know, from us having mm-hmm. locked down and having to go, you know, having to, um, everybody was being taught at home and then all this other crud that they're pointing into our children. There's just so much right now that our children are, they're very vulnerable. And with this happening, making them fearful to go to school. Mm-hmm. And we need, I, I believe that mental health, mental health situation needs to be seriously addressed. It's not, and that's one thing. Right? Oh, let's just put control. Let's always my my perspective. They keep treating the symptom; they're not going to the root cause. Well, they're actually. I think it's even worse than that, Doctor Tony. You can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not a teacher in the schools, but it certainly looks to me as though we're actually fostering misery. We're actually manufacturing mental health issues in children in schools from a variety of different standpoints. We've taken God out of our schools. We've taken prayer out of our schools. We've taken discipline out of our schools. Um, we, you know, um, you, you can, you, we've got schools across this country where teachers can't wear a cross. We've taken Christmas off our calendars, yet we can have foot washing stations for Muslim students in schools. Yep. Um, you know, we've, um, we're telling them uh, all kinds of indoctrinating them to hate their fellows, yep. you know, classmates because we're telling, uh, you know, children of color that they can't make it in society because they're, because of their skin color and telling white kids yep. that something's wrong with them because of their skin color we're te- we're we're instead of telling children who were struggling because all children struggle well I, I mean i had some sorority sisters who i don't think ever struggled because they were just that amazing and gorgeous but the rest of us struggled at mm-hmm. some point when we were growing up i know i did and instead yep. of telling children that that's a part of life it's growing pains and there's nothing wrong with you and you'll get through this and and having them look maybe outside of themselves and taking them to church and maybe having them do some volunteer work to see that there's other children with less and there's you know yeah. it, you know we're instead of addressing these issues we're manufacturing issues we're going to children and telling them that you know you should you should mutilate your bodies right yeah. and and, yeah. It, and it is a mental health crisis and it's not as simple as Megan Kelly today saying that um that Instagram and social media and the Kardashians are all making girls feel bad about themselves because they don't look perfect. It's no. bigger than that. No, it's, it's like it. Right. And then you add in everything else. You add in the lockdowns. You add in that we're promoting antisocial um, disorder mm-hmm, in yeah. children by pushing devices. It's just right. it's just a multi-prong approach. I'm up against a clock, uh, a, a break, Dr. Tony. We love you. Thank you for calling in. God bless you. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, what do you think the solution is? Or is this just straight up about a trans miser- miserable transgender person? 888-344-1170. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Gun control definition here. The theory that people who are willing to ignore laws against rape, assault, theft, and murder will somehow obey laws that prohibit them from owning a gun. Hmm. I like this definition. This came to me from uh, our peeps, our friends that were in last week, self-reliant security training. It's interesting. When I heard that uh, this piece of filth did a threat assessment and chose the soft target, the first thing I thought of was Michael and Jeff being in the studio last week and talking about threat assessment. Now more than ever in a society where we are fostering hatred, 
inciting what tra- a trans group there uh, there is what was it called the um transgender day of vengeance to stop trans gen- genocide skins I thought, first of all, I thought white supremacy, white supremacist, i.e. MAGA people were the greatest threat to the, to, uh, America, right? And were the domestic violence extremist. If that was a Christian group plotting and planning a day of vengeance, don't you think the FBI would be trying to round them up and identify them? I, I guess it's okay to plot a day of vengeance and plan to actually assault other Americans. It's just not okay to question the outcome of an election. That'll get you thrown into a gulag. This is what we're dealing with in this country. You need to buy guns and ammo and get trained on how to defend yourself. That's what needs to happen. Somebody tweeted this today. I wish I had thought of it. When you apply for a firearm, the federal government asks if you have a history of mental illness. The application then asks what gender you identify as. It lists male, female, or non-binary. If you pick non-binary, that should automatically answer the mental health question. Bazinga. It's exactly right. It's time for us to stop tolerating the insanity going on in this country. And that involves the LBGTQ movement here. The pedophilia going on. The indoctrination of children into sexuality going on in our schools, the CRT and all of it. If the if the left had any if the left had, was correct in any of this skins, would this person have gone and shot up a school? Because supposedly this is going to solve all their problems, right? Supposedly you got to go along with transgenderism or they'll kill themselves. Apparently you go along with it and they're going to kill other children. Um, the, I saw this today on Twitter. The Colorado Springs shooter, non-binary. The Denver shooter, trans. Aberdeen shooter, trans. Nashville shooter, trans. I think I see a pattern here. Most importantly, the pattern that I see going on in, in, in our country right now is that the push by the by the left to take guns from law-abiding citizens while leaving children as sitting ducks. But the left, and this, by the way, shouldn't this be a hate crime? When are Christians going to be going going to be labeled as a protected class of citizens? But nevertheless. Doesn't matter anything that I just told you. The left is going to continue to push for gun control and continue to try to make this OBGTQ movement the victims here. Clip three, Skins. They're aggressively going after drag queen shows. Mm -hmm. They are aggressively going after all of these phony issues, like calling things that aren't CRT, CRT, that's freaking librarians out and teachers out because they don't want to get fired. They can't afford to be fired. So they're pulling Roberto Clemente books from the shelf and Hank Aaron books from the shelf. They'll go after that because they see that as a great threat to children. But as John Hyland asked, what's the body count for uh, so-called wokeness? Which, by the way, a word that's used so much, it literally means nothing anymore. Yeah, what's the body count? Because the body count is racking up because you Democrats don't carry anything at all about protecting children. That's the reality. We're going to shift gears when we come back. The one and only Wayne Allen Root's going to be here from Root for America. And we're going to get him to weigh in on the ever-increasing Trump-DeSantis debate and little battle going on. So don't you, don't you go anywhere. Wayne Allen Root will be with us when we come back.
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about this horrendous story in Nashville. And the reality is that the Democrats... They need more stories like that, right? They be they could be hardening these schools and protecting the lives of children, but they don't want to because then they wouldn't. They they need dead bodies so they can push for gun control. I'm about sick to death of these Democrats. I I, I was posing the question a couple of years ago: Do do we divide up this country? Is it time for a national divorce? Here to discuss that as well as the ever increasing Trump versus DeSantis battle is a friend of the show, friend of mine for many years. The one, and uh, does this man even need any introduction? It's it's war, right? It's Wayne Allen Root, author of uh, I, uh, so many books, I don't even know. Uh, the latest is The Great American Bicot. He's host of nationally syndicated radio show. He's got a daily show on Mike Lindell TV. He's got a weekend show on Real America's Voice called Top 10. He's everywhere, and he also is good friends with Donald J. Trump, and I'm honored to have him back with me tonight. Hey, Wayne, Wayne Allen Root. Andrea, how are you? Great to be on with you. Well, thanks. Um, I, I, you know, I wish I could get you on more often, but you're the hardest working man in conservative media. Okay, you're the James Brown of conservative media. I don't get you on very often, so I'm going to have to let's do like a quick round robin with you. That? Hey, let's try and do it once a month. How about that? Yes, I would love that. Okay, before we get into your book, Great American Boycott, and um, and and how conservatives can take our power back, I want to get your take on this Nashville story. And, you know, the, and gun control, because I was, I was disgusted with the fact that the Republicans joined in with, with Democrats after Uvalde, which was clearly a failure of the police down there to continue to push to take more of our rights away from us. And the battle of Trump versus DeSantis, a lot of people are making hay that Trump uh, went along with a ban on bump stocks. Your thoughts? Look, I'm, I'm Trump all the way. I've been Trump all the way. It doesn't mean I always agree with him. It doesn't mean I'm with him 100%, but I'm with him like 95%. Look, I, I don't worry about bump stocks. I worry about vaccines, and I'm so, I'm so opposite him on vaccines. You know, I've, I don't think he's anyone in the country that's led the fight the way I have from the first day against these vaccines. It was never political for me. It has nothing to do with conservative or liberal. It violates the Nuremberg Code. Government has no right to forcefully push an experimental vaccine into somebody's body. If if women say your body, you're right. My God, killing a baby compared to whether someone's allowed to, to literally stick a poison needle in your arm. It's my body and I never needed the vaccine. And never will need the vaccine. The whole thing was a big scam. Everything about it. I could, I could spend three hours with you, Andrea, telling you the extent of the scam. They exaggerated the victims of COVID. Not that anyone didn't die. Of course they did. It was a bad flu pandemic. No one ever needed masks. Masks don't work. No one ever needed to lock down. Lockdowns don't work. Every city at lockdown has worse death rates. Every city at masks has worse death rates. Every city that's vaccinated in the world has worse death rates among the vaccinated. Deaths have skyrocketed all over the country. I think the issue is more the vaccines. But every time I have Trump on, I say to him, listen, I agree with you on 98 percent of everything. You created the best economy ever, the best middle class income, uh, dramatic rise in history, uh, the, the best everything, the best jobs for black Americans, the best jobs for Latino Americans, zero interest rates, zero inflation. It was just the most perfect time. The stock market exploded. Real estate exploded. You're the greatest. I love you. I'm a businessman. It's the economy first and America first. And you're the best of my lifetime. But I disagree with you totally on vaccines. However, 
you are against vaccine mandates and you'll never force a single person or a single child to be vaccinated and you don't believe any children should get the vaccine. And that's good enough for me. And every time he says, Wayne, you're 100 percent right. I will never force a single person to be vaccinated. And I don't believe any child should be vaccinated. It's ridiculous. There's no reason for children to be vaccinated. As far as I'm concerned, Andrea, that's a great answer. So, you know, even though we disagree on the vaccine, he still seems to like it. Uh, I I will say he's moving in my direction. I wrote a column the other day that said Fauci should be indicted for mass murder. And Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump retweeted my column. Oh, he (laughs) did. Okay. See, I need to hear that. Yeah. Did you watch the interview with him and Sean Hannity? I did not. No, tell me. Well, there were some things that I didn't watch the interview, but I saw some clips of it that the DeSantis people, which are many former Trump people, are making a lot of hay with. He won't say that he should have fired Fauci, um, you know, which he clearly should have fired Fauci or at the very least take the microphone away from him. He should have pulled back. He should have. I need him to come out and say many people do. It's one thing for him to get the nomination, but I'm concerned about whether or not he shouldn't go farther in admitting mistakes, that he should have never gone along with 14 days to flatten the curve and then extended it. I agree. He should. I I think he needs to come out and admit that. I think he I think he needs to go farther than just say, I'm not going to mandate these shots. I think he needs to stop saying that he saved the lives of 100 million people by by pushing these shots because people are dying because of these shots. Quite frankly, I think there needs to be a moratorium on these shots. Another thing that he said, and, and he wanted and he won't admit it. You know, it, when he's still trying to claim that these shots saved twenty five to one hundred million lives, that's a, that's a non starter. You and I know yeah. he's wrong. It's a, it's a bunch yeah. of crap, and it never right. saved any lives. It killed a lot of people, and it right. crippled a lot of people. It disabled a lot right. of people. We get that, but right. I'm, and I'm see, telling you, Andrew, right. he said some things that have not been made public because the media won't cover it when he does something great. And he just well, I get it. Recently, I get it. Yeah, right. The, my my thing is all funding. Right. My my thing is, is that, you know, I want Trump to be able to win. I don't want us splintered right now between Trump and DeSantis and the battle that's going on. And I and, you know, I know some of these hardcore DeSantis people. And I, I think that he could, I think that he could he could put people put everybody in MAGA back together and bring back the people that might have peeled off. If he'll admit that another clip uh, that uh, I, I saw was he said that Christopher Ray, he was asked about whether or not uh, Christopher Ray was a bad choice. And he said, well, t- it remains to be seen. I think it's been proven it was a bad choice. And he said that he chose Christopher Ray because he felt that it was important to choose somebody that the other side was pleased with. The yeah. other side well, wanted. I don't, That's, you, I, I've never agreed with him on any of his choices. Let's face it. I said from day one that Barr was a horrendous choice, a yeah. horrendous choice. And so Bill Barr would be a devastating failure. And he was a devastating failure. Matter of fact, two days after the election, he said, ah, there were no it wasn't a rigged election. It wasn't a stolen election. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Five states coordinated at midnight when Trump was ahead by all five of them. <laughs> and the next morning he was yeah. behind by hundreds of thousands. How did that happen? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But look, let, let's not make this whole interview about Trump. I, I'm the guy who wrote the column three weeks ago that we need unity in the party and it should be Trump and DeSantis should should show some love for each other and put their egos aside. So I agree with you. And of course, well, that's why well, I'm, that's why I brought it up, because that's why I brought it up. It's not going to happen in the, last, in the last three weeks since I wrote it. It's only gotten worse. Trump said horrible things about him. DeSantis said horrible <sighs> things about him. Look, the way DeSantis handled this horrible miscarriage of justice against Trump in New York City oh, is the worst yes. response. Everyone involved in DeSantis' campaign Ridiculous. Be fired. If they thought his answer was, oh, well, I don't know anything about having sex with a porn star, so I'm going to stay out of it. Uh, his answer should have been, look, 
it's well known that we don't like each other that much. Well known we bicker with each other. We're competitive with each other. That's life. But this is beyond the pale. And I'm the governor of Florida, and I will surround Mar-a-Lago with National Guardsmen and Marshals. And yes. no one from New York will ever get a chance to extradite Donald J. Trump. He's the president of the United States, and this is a, a, a banana republic witch hunt by a bunch of communists. And I will not let it happen. That's all he ever had to say. And he becomes a hero to the Trump people. And instead, he just destroyed himself. And in my opinion, there is no campaign anymore. Trump will be oh. the nominee. DeSantis has gone down. Trump has gone up. The more they talk about indicting him, the higher Trump goes and the lower DeSantis goes. Worst thing that ever happened to DeSantis was the, uh, was the attempted indictment, which may never happen now. But the fact that it happened made Trump the center of the universe and the center of everyone's conversation again. And suddenly Trump's up by 31 over DeSantis, and he's up by seven over Biden in the most recent polls. And, and the Democrats are self-destructing because everyone in America can see what a ridiculous Gestapo-like, Soviet KGB-like move it is to go after the former president for nothing. So it makes Absolutely. them look like fools. Fools. Well, right. I, th- I thought it was even worse than that for, for DeSantis for me, because not only did he not step in on behalf of protecting a former president from the jackboot of tyranny to come down on his neck, but he could have then beyond he could have said everything you just said. And he could have said, and by the way, one of the reasons why I'm going to protect this former president from being uh, being dragged out of his out of his private home and thrown into a gulag is because after him, will, they will come for you. Right. And exactly. so, it, and by the way, it, I, because, I, I have a fear. I have a fear that once they put him in prison, it, there's a reason he could have gotten killed. It could have been an assassination attempt. You can't guarantee President Trump will ever come home safe after you put him even for a few hours in Rikers. How do you know that they're not going to have someone come into that courtroom to kill this guy? The deep state hates him. The D.C. swamp hates him. China hates him. Uh, the Mexican drug cartel hates him. Everybody in the world hates Donald Trump, except the people who know he's fighting on their behalf. So I, I would say his life is in danger if anybody indicts him and, and even for a few hours puts him through processing in some hellhole prison. I, I don't know how you're going to guarantee his life. So, you know, DeSantis should have stood up and said all of that and said, I'm not just doing it for the people, like you said, Andrea, but I'm doing it for the American political process. Once you do this, we are a banana republic, and Democrats mm-hmm. never get it. The next people we're going to go after when we get power is we're going to throw all of them in prison. And that was the column I wrote, and that's the column that Trump retweeted last night, which is the oh, way wow. to handle this is local DAs in Republican red states and red cities who have no fear, right, because they're in a red city in a red state like Oklahoma, Utah, Texas, Florida, uh, states like that should absolutely indict Hillary, indict Bill Clinton, indict yes. Barack Obama for spying on Trump, indict uh, Dr. Fauci for mass murder, indict George Soros for treason. Go after all the big name Democrats and make them spend millions in legal fees like you've done to Trump and make them per walk to Oklahoma or perp walk to Utah and make them prove they didn't do what we believe they did. Those are real criminals. I believe the whole Democrat Party has been bought by China and the Mexican drug cartel. Those are real criminals that have sold out America. Trump might have had sex with someone 17 years ago. That's a crime now? Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. The, the, if he did, the crime would be that he chose he, he chose Stormy Daniels, Stormy Skanky Daniels, okay? I mean, we haven't even had a chance to talk about the Biden crime family and the collusion with the Chinese Communist Party, okay, and, and using the Ukraine war as a cover-up for that and a money laundering operation. I mean, it, the, and this is one of the reasons why I opened, because you are close with Trump, you have such a unique opportunity 
opportunity to let the American people know that, you know, you you disagree with him, too. He's got, you know, some mistakes that he made. All he needs to do is maybe own up to it. I'm actually glad DeSantis is in. And let me tell you why. Because iron sharpens iron, Wayne Allen Root. And yep. I think that somebody in, in the race will will just help him get even better and do even better in, in debates. And, and, reach and I'm one the, of the few Trump people who likes DeSantis. I like him. He's done a great job in Florida. I'm sick of Trump people attacking him and saying he hasn't done a good job. I'm not on his team. I'm on Trump's team. But he's done a great job in Florida. He won by almost 20 points, 19-point landslide. And he brought the entire Republican Party with him in Florida. And how did he do it? Nobody's talking about this. How did he do it? Not just that Florida's booming and the economy's booming and everyone from New York is moving there. It's not just that. It's that he stopped election fraud. You can't rig elections in Florida. And when you can't win elections, Republicans win. When it's fair and square and there's no mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting, and ballot drop boxes, and they're actually signatures matched and voter ID, you actually, we win every election. It's only, Democrats only win because they're stealing elections. Wait, do we lose? Doesn't anybody get it? Yeah. And then you add in, right. And then you add in on top of that, good. Then you add, yeah. Then you add in on top of it, good policy and good executive management. I know from growing up in the South what it's like post hurricane and what he did to clean up after that last hurricane was absolutely monumentally uh, amazing what he did. I look, I'm a fan of DeSantis. I've had questions about whether or not he was ready for the national stage. I don't think this, I don't think this is his time. Um, I, 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 I've been supporter of Trump since he came down the escalators in 2015. Um, but I see him bleeding off some people, and I just want him to make some pivots, and you've got a big voice. And everybody knows who Wayne Allen Root is. You do more shows than anybody I know in media. <laughs> and, and I love all your shows, and I love all you do. And you've got a huge, huge, huge platform. And one of the things that people say to me all the time, is there anybody that Trump will listen to to where they could say, maybe he needs to pivot here. Maybe he needs to say, you know, deal with this over here. And who else but Wayne Allen Root? Well, I hope to see him in, a, in a, about a month or so. I'm the speaker at uh, the keynote speaker at the uh, Trump 45 Club, which they just changed their name to Trump, uh, actually to Club 47, in anticipation of Trump being the 47th <laughs> president, not the 45th. But it's the biggest Trump fan club in the world, and there'll be about 1,500 to 2,000 people waiting for me on May 8th in Palm Beach, Florida. And so I'm planning to stop by Mar-a-Lago, and I'm hoping to see President Trump, and I'll try my best to say those things. Look, I, I think my career has exploded because – because I say what you know is on the people's mind. My pulse is with the American people. The You're honest. Too. You're honest. And, 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 and I'm always credible because I love Trump. I defend Trump, but I also hit him on the issues he's wrong on. I tell you what I think he's wrong. And that's, that's why, like you, you just said all the things you articulated, all the things that I think where Trump has made a mistake. You and I agree on every single one of them. I have no mm-hmm. debate with you. He, he's a very bad judge of picking people around him. It really is. And he picked some really bad people for AG and FBI and a lot of other roles, and he did really bad in that in four years he never got voter ID for national elections. With two years with the Republican House, Republican Senate, Republican President, and a Republican Supreme Court, we should have gotten voter ID for federal elections, and that would have changed everything. Because I believe 22 was stolen as well. Not just oh, I, I believe yeah. the midterms were stolen. We should have won Absolutely. 70, 80 seats. And we won what, like eight or something? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it was. there would have been a red so wave if it had been. Le- there would have been yeah. a red wave if it had been legit. Absolutely, but I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, in twenty sixteen, that inflation was more important, was less important than abortion. You'll never yeah. convince me no. in any woman's mind, single moms, that they mm-hmm. believe that aborting a child to the last minute of birth 
through nine months is more important to their life than the fact that they can't afford gas, groceries, their home, their rent, their mortgage. Everything in life is exploding in cost under Joe Biden. And you're telling me no women noticed that. They all voted for abortion (laughs) over inflation. I don't believe it. It was rigged again. Last question for you. Um, In 2016, I wanted it to be a Trump and Ted Cruz ticket. Things got too ugly for them for that to happen. And we ended up with Mike Pence. I would love uh, in 2024 to be a Trump DeSantis ticket. I think it's just got it's it's on the same track that what happened with Ted Cruz. Who should be his VP? Well, I mean, look, I'd love it to be DeSantis. And I wrote a column saying that, but I don't believe it's ever going to happen. Number one, Trump doesn't like him. And number two, DeSantis doesn't like Trump. And number three, DeSantis doesn't want to be a VP, which is kind of a meaningless job, even though it sounds like the most second most important job in America. And people go, hello, Mr. Vice President. You know, that's pretty cool. But yet you don't do anything. You attend funerals. So I I don't believe DeSantis will ever go for it. He'll stay as governor for another four years, and that's good. And then in 2028, he could be the leading candidate for the Republican GOP nomination then. And and that's probably what should happen. I think Trump should pick Carrie Lake. I think he should pick an exciting woman. I think that would be great. Um, I do want to get to my book, though. I don't want to lose right. uh, focus yeah. here. Oh, so, yeah, go ahead. Out. And it's number one, by the way. Number one of like 10 different categories. And it's fighting for number one out of all conservative and liberal books in the entire United States with, uh, with Governor Ron DeSantis and Glenn Beck. I'm right up there fighting neck and neck for number one <laughs> of all conservative and liberal books. And number one in elections right now. Number one in the category of uh, freedom, political freedom. Number one in like, I don't know, 10 different categories. So it's doing great. All you have to do is go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Grab well, tell everybody about the book. Picture. You know, tell, yeah, what, what's it all about? So, look, I, I believe that we need a national divorce. But I don't really know how to make that happen. It's a very complicated thing to divide the United States, red states this way, blue states that way. But it's very clear Democrats are crazy, radical suicide bombers who think the border should be open, crime should be rampant, fentanyl should come in the border, and the entire country should be dedicated to climate change and radical transgender ideology. They're crazy people and force vaccinate everybody and lock down everybody. This is the craziest group of people I've ever seen. You can't compromise with them. You can't get any moderation out of them. You can't live with them. You can't live under them. You can't let them control your life. So we got to somehow separate from them and get away from them. So I really have only two ways to do that short of, you know, civil war, violence, revolution. I don't want any of that. So I think the peaceful way to, do, to accomplish kind of a national, a national divorce or a national separation. You still there, Andrew? Yeah, I'm just listening to you. Oh, good. I heard, a, I heard a, a boom noise in the background. So I think the peaceful way, you know, and the simple, easy way that anyone could do it, two things. And, and you may not like this being in San Diego, but I do think that if you can, most Republican, conservative, family-oriented people need to move to a red state and get the hell out of there because you can't really win in a blue state. It's just you're under the, the thumb of jackbooted, Gestapo-like, yeah. AGB-like, Stasi-like thugs. And it's terrible to be under the thumb of a Gavin Newsom. So, I mean, it's a different world in Florida and Texas, as an example. It's a pretty different world in Nevada. We just elected a Republican governor. He's uh, ready to veto everything Democrats want to do. He just announced to the whole world that Nevada will never force a child to be vaccinated to go to school. So, I mean, you know, he wants tax cuts. He wants voter ID. I don't know if he's going to get any of that, but it's refreshing to hear that. And our state has zero state income tax and the lowest property tax in the country and freedom. 
And that's why everybody's moving here. I mean, there's more California license plates here than I think there are in Los Angeles at this point. The whole California is moving to Nevada and the whole New York's moving to Florida and everybody's moving to Texas. So really, the first thing is you got to get to a red state. That's kind of a way to control your life. All right. We've got 30 seconds. What are the other points? Number two is I want to build a conservative ecosystem, a conservative parallel economy. My book shows you the 123 best, most patriotic conservative companies in America to spend your money with so you don't make liberals rich so they can destroy you. It's a great book, the great patriot buy cut book, learn how to spend your money only with companies that are conservative and patriotic and love America and the military and American exceptionalism and capitalism and family and God. And I spent a year researching it to find the perfect 123 companies. And this is how we defund the left and fund a conservative parallel economy. Awesome. Tell everybody where to get it. Well, I mean, I hate Amazon, but that's where you buy conservative books, good or bad. That's where you got to get them. Ninety percent of all our sales were at Amazon. I'm number one on Amazon. So go to Amazon.com or the backup if you don't like Amazon. Go to BarnesandNoble.com. But as I tell everyone, stop buying anything else from Amazon, but buy your conservative books at Amazon. And when their sales are down by eighty percent, but conservative books are up by eighty percent. They'll get the message. (laughs) I love it. And nobody (laughs) does messaging better than you, Wayne Allen Root. Thanks for being here, my friend. Appreciate it. The the great Patriot Bycut book. You can find out more at my website, RootForAmerica.com. Love you, and let's try and do it once a month, okay? All right, dear. Thank you so much. You got it. All right, you guys stay tuned. We've got more on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Skins, did you know that this was the coldest weather in San Diego, at winter in San Diego in 50, 75 years? Uh, I, I probably would have bet on that. It, it, it's been a wet and cold one. It has. And if you guys, you know, you want to beat the cold out there, you want to get, get cozy and snuggled up and some hardworking gear that's going to... Work is hard for you uh, many, many, many winters and cold weather in San Diego. Go to Iron Mountain Outfitters down out in La Mesa. Everything that you need to get warm and some gear that is better priced than what you're going to even get on the Internet. And so, so many styles and colors and selections there. They've got a whole wall of the Carhartt pants. They've got shackets and jackets and hoodies and hats and just everything that you need to stay warm and look really dang good in the meantime. Go to 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the stand. Bear outside, and when you go inside, look for Dapper Dan the doggy and PJ. She's gonna hook you up with the best gear that you will find absolutely anywhere. I need to get me out there to Iron Mountain Outfitters. All right, now we got another hour of the Andrea K Show coming up. Financial Thought Doctor will be back with us to talk about the IRS raid on Matt Taibbi over his Twitter feed. Hmm, we're gonna talk about it when we come back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn. 
With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.